Um, starting with uh, your weekend. Ah. Now, now you, of course, um, while the rest of us were sitting here in the cold, you, of course, flew down to Florida to be part of a, what, a four or five day festival, the Rock Fest? Right. There's uh, amazing bands on that. Who else? Who all was on it other than uh, the only band I honestly know that played it was your band. I really don't know who else was on it. We went over a little of this last week. I guess this just yeah, proves don't you don't listen to me. I don't pay no, attention. You're not paying attention to me at all, are you? No. <laughs> uh, it looks like I have the daily lineup here. Uh, Tuesday uh, kicked it off with Pretty Boy Floyd, who I believe they're in Australia okay. with Tough right now. Yeah, they're on the planes, actually. I w- on uh, on De Plains, boss? De Plains, De Plains. Also, Jet Boy Buddies, a- another band that's uh, I've toured with. Um, okay. And my friends in Enough's Enough. Nice. Who are also on the plane to Australia right now. And you met their guitarist, Tony Fennel, right? Because mm-hmm. he was playing in, uh, oh shit, when in Rome. When I was on the oh, Bow yeah, Wow yeah. tour, that's right. So you yeah. probably saw him. Although I think he was being a cunt that night, wasn't he? He was like, no, he was. He it was no, he was one of the ones that was okay. It was just the um, just the the original guy from Bow Wow. Okay, Wilder. Lee was in a bad mood. I know somebody yeah. was in a bad mood and trying to like. No, he stop was our sitting, party. That, that Lee guy was sitting in the corner, and and like pouting because we were right. in there, and then I tried to go over and talk to him, and he was like. You know, I just went over to him and I, you know, I kind of was like, hey, thanks for the tickets, even though I know I knew that you had hooked it up, but I still was kind of playing the game. And I went over and said, you know, I I just kind of went over and I said, hey, I want to thank you for inviting us out. You know, really appreciate it, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just go hang out with your friend. No, I don't even remember you telling me. I don't think I ever did because I was like, okay, fair enough. (laughs) Oh, my God. British people could be so mean. Yeah, he, condescending. Just, he just didn't want to be fucking bothered and i Mm-mm. just was like all right we'll do he's not completely heartless there all is right. a little part of him that's that's actually all right like dude still owes me money from that tour but <laughs> strangely enough that was only uh, three and a half years ago i think you're gonna it get it three years and it was such a pittance i was getting paid which is hilarious but uh but on every christmas eve yeah he sends me one more as like a hey, Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. You know, which so I have to give him props for that, man. He didn't totally write me off. I mean, he's on a very extended pay plan, it seems, but <laughs> he's making an effort. If he yeah. if you and he live until twenty one hundred, then you'll be paid in full, right? I think he was like getting visited by the ghosts of Christmas past or something. Like sometimes <laughs> that happens to scary people right you will die if you do not make make amends with all the musicians <laughs> right. that <you> fucked over <laughs> the ghost is showing uh, me struggling over at my place and you know, the ghost of bow wow wow's future <laughs> <laughs> i know i was only in the band for like 10 minutes but it was like the most definitely the most exciting 10 minutes that they had since 1982 yeah since since i want candy was a hit right I mean, what did they do after that? I don't, I have no, that was the weirdest thing. I mean, you know how I am about music. I tend right. to know something about everybody. And mm-hmm. I know nothing about, about Bow Wow Wow. I, well, I uh, they were a Malcolm McLaren band. Okay. 
Malcolm McLaren, uh, most notable uh, Sex Pistols, put the Sex yeah. Pistols together. And he was but also they part the of that. Sex Pistols, they were Bow Wow Wow. Big difference. Well, well, and Adam and the Ants. Don't forget Adam and the Ants, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, there was a whole scene there. Boy George was up, you know, and hadn't made it yet, but he was okay. hanging uh at that time there was a an awesome like fashion thing going on there too and the, the lady who I, i'm forgetting her name who was like one of malcolm's partners like she had a lot to do with that she just passed away like a week ago oh, um nice. there there was a sex pistols uh docuseries or not no it was like a movie they made recently yeah, yeah. that was on netflix or something mm -hmm. pistol i think it was called pistol yeah pistol uh-huh <laughs> And it showed, Mal uh, you know, Malcolm McLaren, the character, the actor playing him. Uh, and it was interesting to see. He was kind of a goofy guy. Um, you know, Lee had other things, you know, to say about him. Uh, right, too. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, it, you know, the store that they had that all the fashion came through was kind of like a bondage shop. Okay. So it had like, you know, straights and gays, but the a lot of the punk fashion kind of came out of that place. And he was, Malcolm McLaren was really instrumental right. uh, in all that. Uh, so Adam and the Ants was getting put together and Lee was the original bass player in that. Okay. Uh, Lee Gorman is the second from the left. Yeah, um, right here. This now, guy. right. Now that guitarist on the, on the, far left he was like actually like a teen heartthrob that's not you UK. that is not me no oh, i'm just checking <laughs> i haven't been that skinny in 35 years <laughs> uh but he was cool i always thought he, that he was really cool looking in the i want candy video first time mm -hmm. i saw that it was a, probably the first time i ever saw a guy you know with a mohawk or anything right um but he went off the rails i think in the first you know, within the first tour or two, he was probably partying the most and he was the wild card okay. uh, in the band. And there was a lot of money tied up in them uh, right in the early MTV sure. days. And from what I understand, you know, he ended up getting sick, the guitarist. And instead of the band just replacing him, they all sat, they sat out on the tour oh, wow. and it, and it messed up a lot of money stuff and it's really tragic the story actually because they were they were getting a lot of notoriety they were definitely on their way up sure but it all it all ended up collapsing you know it was just they just pew, shot up and burned out uh pretty quick and lee and the and the singer don't get along all that great from what i understand they they had played like up until maybe the early two thousands. They were getting together and doing some stuff. There was some TV show like Bands on the Run or some some kind of uh, reality show that they reunited them okay. to be a part of. At one point, even the um, No Doubt drummer uh, was, was in the band. Yeah, he was in the oh, he wow. was kind of in the band because their original guy, the guy on the on the far right, uh, had retired from playing. Okay. I'm giving the dummy version of this. <laughs> I didn't know we'd be talking about this. I have you, no you know names. what? You can, you can call it the dummy version all you want. It's still more than probably anybody else that's listening knows about Bow Wow Wow. And that's a right. fact. That Any of our rock fact. people probably don't. Yeah, I don't. I, dude, I'm I'm a music guy, and I know nothing about them. I, I'm, I The only thing I know about them is they, they were like the pop version of 
quiet riot like their hits were not theirs they were like somebody else's songs right like i want candy's well, not theirs that one is not that is not their song and that is their biggest hit but yeah. they had bigger songs in the uk okay like i only ever heard i want candy and even when i got the gig i had only known i want candy i mean but that was such an iconic version of the song that they did for people as old as us that yeah. remember MTV coming out, that was a cool video. Was, I mean, I don't know. It was kind of dorky. Yeah, well, <laughs> like I, buried in the sand with their heads. Yeah. I just uh, know that when I even when I saw you guys play, when I saw you play with that band, I knew two songs. I knew I want candy, and what's the other one? Um, Fools Rush In, maybe. Is that oh, one of well, them? Fools Rush In was another. Okay, that was a cover song too that he wanted to do that they like a jazzy thing they had done before. Um, but otherwise, yeah, they, you know, I'm forgetting their set list at this point, but it was more challenging. It's always more challenging to learn a set of songs. You don't freaking know, right. You know, you really have to put in your homework. It's not that any of the stuff was hard to play on guitar really, but just to, to become that accustomed to it and comfortable to know it and put yeah. on a show. And it was interesting seeing you playing like in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had done probably that look around that time. I was doing kind of the blazer, the punk yeah. blazer look. <laughs> that yeah. was interesting to me because I was used to you as, you know, Stephen Piercy's guy. That's all I knew. And yeah, and, and Stephen Piercy is, you know, it's a little more, you know, T-shirts, bi biker guy, rock guy. Thing. <laughs> I've gone through phases in that band fashion wise. Probably right. the first five years, I was probably the most goth looking right at the time and man the rap fans weren't having it but it's funny because i share some photos sometimes i put up a photo of me from back then and they think it's the coolest thing they've ever seen you know and it's like where the hell were you guys back then you know they were <laughs> they were like where's warren where's warren which i can't blame them you know what i mean but they definitely didn't appreciate me for my individuality yeah. uh, or anything at the time and then from that point, probably every couple of years, you start get tire tired of wearing the same stuff and you feel like you need to change it up a bit. So I probably, little by little, changed fashion. Nothing drastic. I'm not Lady Gaga. <laughs> but uh, at some point, I yeah, I did seem to do a more biker kind of vibe because we were playing a lot of shit like that. Like yeah, you biker like fest. Sturgis and shit like that. Yeah, right? like I don't want to get my ass kicked out there. <laughs> Looking like a Fruit Loop. <laughs> Come I had on, to like man. blend in, you know. I like put on the bandana. <laughs> Come on, that's a good look for you. Yeah. There See, you right now, you know, I don't. I, I think I look all right there, you know. Now, what band is that? Piercy. Uh, that was that was two thousand seven. Okay. And uh, it just reminded me, like, how much I've gone to shit since then. <laughs> <laughs> I think you look healthier now than you do there. Uh, well, I didn't go out much then. Yeah, but you, you, you look kind of you look kind of pizzaed up a little bit in that one. You pizza look much you look you look much much healthier now. Oh, okay, pizzaed up. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> fat. You think I look fat in that photo? I think you look fat fatter than you are now. Yes. Really? Yes. Oh wow. That. Okay. You don't think so? Uh, no. Really? Hold on. There no. you are. There you are, side by side. There you are. Wait, I gotta do a face like that. Like, 
Even though I told you don't do close-ups on me tonight, I know. Yeah, I now I'm doing that. one. <laughs> okay, can you not do that? Come on, man. <laughs> that photo's great. I'll put you back on there. There it is. All right, thank you. No, uh, that was when I was in the anti-division. I was okay. trying to do my own band, which Steven actually told me I should do. He's like, you need to do your own band. You got a cool voice. And uh, I... I did it. I went and I quit. He's, he goes, we're going on the road. I'll have your band that you'll put together open up. You're like, <laughs> I right. was like, sure, simple enough. So I, uh, I, I made up a band and I, the hardest thing was finding guys to go play in it that didn't need much money. Right. That was, that was the hardest thing. But <laughs> the downside of that is it's, you know, the performances were a little, you know, not good. But it was enough. a fun experience to try sure. to do. I realized that I, I'm not a lead singer. Do you miss those mutton chops that you got going on there? I still have some. You know, it's funny. They're they're kind of getting gray, man. I can see there's... <laughs> I'm, like, starting to wonder if I need to go buy some of that shit to, like... Oh, come on. You ain't going that route, are you? I don't I don't think I should. Something in me tells me I shouldn't. Yeah. But no. I don't know. Dude, if, if you do, you better shoot some video of you combing that bullshit into your fucking face. I see those all the time. You know, you're on Facebook and as you're going down. Yeah. I think the camera's looking at us and sees that we have some gray. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's sell them some of this shit. Uh -huh. And then some guy will be on there, like, you know, mm. doing it up. We yeah. had art things like that, the, uh, even on tour. I remember Steven used to like just take a Sharpie <laughs> and fucking just paint it in with a Sharpie. Right. <laughs> see, here, the problem with doing that stuff is when is nobody knows how to do it natural like there's a right. natural way that you can make it look and then there's the chris hagar way that looks like what did we say that that little magnet man where the you you shake it up <laughs> and the beard sticks to his yeah, face. The beard sticks to the face I, or and i hate to pick on this guy because he's a friend of the show and he's a friend of mine and but i gotta say it stead howland oh stead what wasp he was in wasp back when yeah. ronnie and i toured with him yeah stead Stet should let his go a little gray because it's like, it's like this big, it, it looks like he was chewing on an ink pen. Right. You know what though? When it's really super duper metal bands, it kind of works in a weird satanic way. Right. You know, they look like church of Satan with the super, everything's black. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. But then when you see them outside of, when you see them out off the stage, and and again, that's when I see most of these guys. They're off the stage. We're doing an interview together or whatever, and they're, you know, it looks like they just fucking motorboated a can of boot polish. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like, dude, stop, just stop. That looks terrible. You know? Right. <laughs> it's okay I think to be I have kind of a, a round ball head. Yeah. That like when I feel like when I when I have like some of the chops, like it kind of gives it mm -hmm. some definition to my face. Like it doesn't make me feel like it's so. Right, Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do with that. You know, yeah. if there's a and, and like, what color would I make it? Because I I even you know put this colored shit in my hair now. You know, that's different different colors. Yeah. Well, you'd have to match. Right, and my hair now is probably gray. I wouldn't know. I've been shaving a mohawk since like probably 1997. Sure, dude. Pull up dude, a video I, for me. This will be funny. This right, is. Go ahead. I was in a band called 13A. It's called No Digital, No Digital 13A. See if you can find that. It's on YouTube. This, yeah, it's on YouTube. Uh, 
13 a no digital I and found this it. is this okay let's watch a few like a like 30 seconds of this actually yeah you can even scooch some of the you know it's fine the, 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 when they had this song the intro is way too fucking long on it present share screen open tab here we go no digital 13a there you I was go not aware of this band from you but let's check it right. out let's another guy who played with dave elfson right there who is it todd barnes is it yep oh wow all right here we go that sounds like shit on your speakers <laughs> sounds like shit well yeah it's like i don't know it's like weird it's like because your microphone's picking it up i think in the room oh, probably but, i'll turn uh, it down a little bit i'll turn it down there we go let's get a little more of you <laughs> go to like the middle of it scooch scooch over yeah because i can't that just bugs me how, how long they had that all right here we go <laughs> ridiculous <sighs> i didn't write this song okay, okay. what was the name of this band i wish i was cold chamber Jesus, yeah. I think it was from around that. No, this was uh, late '90s, and they were Asphalt Ballet. Okay. Well, the 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 uh, guitarist uh, Julius, and then uh, the the uh, drummer Mike Kiner. Okay. And so there were two guys from there, and they uh, when when their original singer left, and they had they got one singer to replace them, but then after like two records, they got dropped, and then they right. just decided to go all heavy no and they got they ended up get well todd was like the last singer to try to be an asphalt ballet and he can sing normal but yeah he had this kind of like sam kinnison yelling Dude, thing he on. sounds just like um just like des from cold chamber right well these and he's a little older than me um but that's their era you know i guess mine too in a way but not i mean i wasn't so much into that cold chamber or anything but um I guess I liked corn in those bands, though, you know, yeah. Deftones. Uh, but anyways, I was in a, a rock band myself uh, right. at the time, um, and I was, but we had broken up, and I was just kind of sitting around, and they remembered me because uh, one of the guitar players in my band was in theirs, and then he left, and they ended up calling me, and I really had nothing else to do, and so I came in right at this time that this video was shot, and it's not, I didn't play on that song, and I certainly didn't write it right very monotonous oh it's pretty good i like it but uh I, you know but that was right at the time that i first started doing a mohawk and i've had it ever since and so there i'm like 20 25 years old 20, no maybe a little no 27 years old right 26 26 and got the gig with piercy like a year later okay and so i just kind of came from that you know and and uh so it was kind of a more goth look, but it certainly wasn't like a 80s rock thing. No, well, this is definitely not 80s rock. This is definitely late 90s rock here. There's no... Oh, yeah, yeah. They were. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were together for probably about this that band about three years. And then Todd, his wife or girlfriend got pregnant by him. And okay. he decided to go to hit this uh, North Carolina 
where he's from. Okay. And we were like, oh man, and we had actually won the Miller Genuine Draft Battle of the Bands, which paid ten thousand dollars. Guess how much money I got from that? Um, about as much as you got from the Bow Wow Wow guy. <laughs> yet. I didn't get shit from that. <laughs> you know, and then they I guess the band had accrued debts with one of the with uh Jay, who was like the the most responsible guy in the band. Right. And um they had this CD already with this song when I joined. It's just that they were they were about to make the video when I joined. So they, they had me kind of jump in on it. Uh jump in on it or whatever. But uh, I guess the band owed him money for that. Okay. So a lot of that money just went to Jay for, nice. for like five years worth of debts, even though I didn't incur really any of the debt, minus maybe we had a uh, a rehearsal studio that back then was peanuts, probably. You know, right. it's like 400 a month or something. Sure. Um, and the band probably did get some some money from playing right. uh, shows because we did have a pretty good local local following. But yeah, I got none of that money at all. <laughs> didn't get a set, man. I remember being really pissed because I I live in Oceanside and I used to have to like drive down to San Diego. How to, far uh, is that? How far? Is it's that? it's like thirty miles. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you know. <laughs> and these guys were a band. I mean, it was more of a of a culture at the time. We were like a party heavy metal culture, right back then. Um, so I didn't mind. It was kind of like a, a four or five night a week party. We'd all go down there and drink and uh, jam, you know, play this loud music. It was right by the Brick by Brick okay, in San Diego. So it's like right. the, the alley across from Brick by Brick. Everybody knew the 13A jam room nice. was there. And so we would just rage all night. And that's the place where all the metal bands play that are up and coming play the okay. brick by brick when brick they come to brick, San Diego right. and they typically sleep on the promoter's couch or something like that. Nice. And this place is super stripped down. I mean, the backstage is like a bathroom size thing. <laughs> There's nowhere to hang out. You're hanging out in the alley before you go on stage. They're used to just, you know, getting bands in and out of there. Sure. But uh, we would just rage every, you know, I, there was a lot of good times. I actually enjoyed partying with them and hanging out more than I liked their music or anything. Sure. Dude, bands um, like that in in that era, especially in the late '90s, that was like more fun than actually seeing them like in regular. Like I had a bunch of friends that were in bands, and then they went they went on to do stuff. You know, Camira um, is one as an example. Oh, right, and and they obviously went off and toured. I know the, world the drummer. And, I know oh, their drummer. Andals or um no or Kevin Talley or no. they've had several drummers. Oh, okay. Well, then go on. Keep going. But um, <laughs> they've had several drummers. Andals was the longest term guy. But the thing with them was the guy from Devil Driver. Uh, I don't know. There's been a million of those guys. Um, okay. okay. But, I'm sorry to interrupt. You, but anyway, seeing them on stage, on a big stage, like with Slayer or whatever, I mean, that was great. And it's like, hey, there's my friends. They're up there on that fucking stage with Slayer. That fucking rules. But I'll be honest, it was way more fun when we would go down there on a Wednesday afternoon to their practice spot, and it was about half the size of the room I'm in right now, just full of equipment, because that band had, like, full-on full, full on equipment and big synth set up and everything. You know, like, they had all kinds of shit set up. And um, it was it could not have been more cooler just hanging out in that room. There'd be, like, ten of us with the band total, and the room would be packed. And they're just throwing down. That was way more cool 
and just yeah. you know, dr- drink in and party in and way more cool than it ever was seeing a band live just always was and there wasn't a, i don't think there was a mass appeal to hear this kind of hard it was like hardcore uh, groove metal i think was the genre that they you uh, mean like this 13a yeah well i don't Dude. know what you're if, if we're talking about the song we were just playing yeah that was 1000 i think you might have been oblivious to the scene you were playing in that was the sound <laughs> Oh, okay. That was the cold chamber corn, limp biscuit, all that stuff that was hot at that time. Okay, Dude, that right. was the sound. That was the sound. You didn't think that was um, like a big sound then, or I didn't maybe care. it wasn't you know, in San Diego. I I had um I had a buddy just before then, uh, Jerome, that we were writing songs that, and we were going to try to do our thing. Okay. Uh, right around the time I started playing with 13A, and that stuff I remember was was different. It was more poppy. It was more like a rock set or something. Okay. You know, right. we were gonna be like try to like write catchy, moody tunes. And nice. That had almost a dance kind of feel to them. We were like, we want people to be able to dance. We want to have this like <laughs> on the radio, you know. And so I was kind of going there. I like had a you know more. I don't want to say alternative, but thing that i was about to do but again you know i as a rock guy i of course loved asphalt ballet and yeah. so when you know mike and jay had asked me to come jam with this thing i, I just had nothing really else going on and they were playing shows and i do miss that i, I love to you know dragging the amps up there and cranking them up right. and playing heavy stuff so it was fun and so i did it and but yeah it was uh it was at a loss you know all the losing gas money and going down right. all the time but it's, it's, just, a, it's just funny that you didn't even know that you were in the hot scene when you were in the hot scene. Yes, that was in '99. That was about as hot as of the music style as as it could be. Well, we'd have all the people that liked that kind of stuff knew where we were at. So on a show night, there would be at least you know a hundred people over in the alley by our jam place, just right. pre partying, you know. And then we would kind of uh, just walk down with this posse this huge posse of people and it was like you know uh mma something (laughs) walking in with a clan of people but uh it was cool we so we would always pack that place so we did actually get paid and it would pay the rent we would just do like a a pay the rent show there nice brick by brick (laughs) probably about once a month and maybe venture out the band didn't really you know go travel much i think we went to arizona one time you know the biggest deal was getting that um Miller genuine draft thing. But then I remember sure. Todd, you know, the baby came and he just like moved out. And it was like, now what? You know, right. and everything just kind of fell apart. And actually, you know what's funny? Piercy asked me to play with him right at that time that we won that money. And I turned him down, if you can believe that. Wow. Really? Because I just didn't know what he was talking about. He's like, Yeah, I started a band. It's called Nitronic. And I'm going to go out. You could play. And I, it just something was giving me vibes like, <laughs> This doesn't sound like there's going to be money involved. This sounds sketchy right. as hell. How are they going to know it's Steven? You know, it's not, it's not Rat. It's right. not steven piercy it's nitronic i've never heard of that how they who's gonna go you know right. i'm like it's not even arcade it's something else <laughs> i i like all this fear and uncertainty came yeah. over me and at that age you know whatever 26 i was like it, it sounded sketchy to me and i was like sure. i should have fucking gone though that was stupid yeah. of me. 